Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Dinks with Kinks. Before we get into tonight's episode, I do want to remind you guys that we are in fact on that social media. Reach out to us, say hello at Dinks with Kinks on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. I'm your host, uh, John Dondero, and with me as always, the very beautiful, the very uh, scantily clad, Mr. Shep. Good evening. I have no idea why you showed up for this audio recording nude, but it's cool. I like it. Hey, I'm here um, for it. It's fine. I, I'm living yeah. for it. And that voice is a woman who, it, for some reason, wore 16 layers to a recording. But you know what? I don't judge her because she's still beautiful. Miss Rebecca. Oh, thanks. I'm the princess in the pea. <laughs> the princess in the pea. I like that. Because you know what? After all those layers, I still want to feel you. Oh, nice. Thanks. <laughs> How are you guys doing? It's a fun weekend. Good. Halloween's tomorrow. It's, which I know. It's Halloween weekend. Uh, <laughs> which would probably explain why we're all dressed up because we're about to do a live stream right after this for Dinks with Kings. And if you're ever interested in watching this uh, podcast live, go to twitch.tv slash the Dondero every Friday night at 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, it's a mm-hmm. lot of fun. All right, y'all. This weekend, we got a big topic this weekend. Some might say huge. I say it's a beautiful topic, and I'm excited to talk about it. I know. I'm just. I am. I am feeling all the nooks and crannies of this one. Yeah, it's really getting to the thick of it. Yeah, thick with like two C's. Oh, thick. thick. Now this week we are in fact talking about big, beautiful women and big, beautiful men. We're going to be talking about big, beautiful people. That's this week's topic. Uh, I don't think people? I really have to. The beautiful people. The beautiful people. That song was about BBW, if you didn't know. <laughs> it's an old, uh, old uh, urban legend. Can it? Can something huh. that's like still modern culture be urban legend? Can we do that? Can we just well, claim things are I urban feel legend? Like it, uh, yeah. I mean... Did it happen in suburbia? What if we're not a King podcast anymore? Was this is the moment where we become an Urban Legends podcast and we just make up Urban Legends? Oh, well then, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think we'll stick with Kinks. Yeah, (laughs) that's our bread and butter. Yeah, I feel so. (laughs) Spread the butter, baby. Spread that butter. Uh, No, this week this is actually a really fun one, and it's a very popular. It's funny because I never really thought about this being a kink, even though it is a incredibly popular porn tag. And, yeah. Um, oh yeah, this is. I have known this porn tag since I was, since the internet has been porn. Well, I think this is always. like one of the first porn tags. It was mm-hmm. gay and lesbian and BBW. <laughs> I think it's like one one of the trifecta, I guess. So I think it's weird. It, it took us this long to talk about it, but you know, I I always wanted to approach the subject as you know body positivity. We we've talked about this in the past about many things. I think we've talked a lot about it on our live stream, just being body positive and things of that mm-hmm. nature. And God, this is probably one of the most body positive kinks in the world. It doesn't matter what type of body you have, there is always somebody out there that's going to find you beautiful. And find you beautiful and find you fuckable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's also one of the most wholesome names. For like a porn tag, a kink, anything. Big, 
beautiful women just right there in the title it's just like you know what i am all about that and so that being said let's get like right into the meat of this because there's so much you talk about um the why of it like believe it or not skinny didn't become popular until more recent modern times skinny didn't become very popular until the 1950s yeah. 1940s, 1950s. Um, and that was because of rationing, war rationing. And um, because during the Depression, um, you know, and, 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 you know, the turn of the century, and I'm meaning like, you know, the 19, the early 1900s, uh, it, that was when um, to be, to have meat on your bones means that you had wealth and that was attractive. Wealthy women were attractive and wealthy women were plumper because they could eat more. And that was up until the 1940s. And then 1940s, that's when things started to slim down because you came out of the depression and it was one of those rationing. And that's when it just became, well, we don't have any food, so we're just gonna make this the beautiful aesthetic. And so that's sort of what, so how how skinny became the new beautiful. It's when we kind of took over what we define as beauty. Because before, you know, beauty was really, you know, instinctual. Like, like it, it, everything controlled it. We didn't control beauty. We, you know, f- sought beauty. Like, larger, larger people, more wealthy, so they're more beautiful. Uh, there you go. And then when, when all that happened, we were just like, nope. We're, you know what? Let's define what beauty is. Let's redefine it. Let's get in there. Let's put this in advertising. That's when marketing really started becoming a thing. I mean, we've always tried to market, but the real marketing boom was in the 1950s. Mm-hmm. Like, At they started putting, yeah, they started putting ads on everything. Propaganda. We didn't need propaganda anymore. We were we were done with the war. We were back home. We were we were victorious, so we didn't have to propagate. So we left all this ad space, and we're like, "What if we just try to sell stuff? What if we just take this boom and run with it?" But all our models have, you know, models aren't known for their wealth. Uh, it's they are always hired by conglomerates. Models are skinny. Okay, let's advertise skinny. Let's do this. Um, that being said, I don't think it ever, you know. And many facets, it didn't go away for everyone. Like, this kink has always been around. Uh, I like big butts. And I cannot lie. lie. No, I cannot. You other brothers can't deny. No, they cannot. I I like this kink as, and you're right, as a body positive. and, And somebody who suffers from body dysmorphia it's it's really hard to see like but i see this kink on the outside and i see these women and these men who are so confident in themselves and i honestly see them so they're just hot like Mm -hmm. like they're they're just hot like i would take a woman that was just super curvy over a you know, super skinny one any day. They're just hot. They've got this glow about them. And it's just, oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, I have to agree 100%. I like a little meat on the bones. I don't like, uh, like, I, I don't particularly have a type just because, you know, I am, I'm more of a vibe kind of guy, like when I find attraction. But I got to admit, there's something very sexy. I like, it's, 
it's hard to describe. It's almost like, you know, instinctual. Like, you see a thicker woman, you're like, that's going to be, you know, that's beauty. That's right there. It's That's health. And, right. Because um, even back then, I mean, the larger you were, the healthier you were. Right, because the skinnier you were, it meant you weren't eating and you were unhealthy and you were like, that's the one thing they tell you is like, if you lose weight rapidly, like there might be a medical condition. So see, you're like that, like, yeah, like a little rose, a little glow, the blood flows a little bit and the blood flows in Mm -hmm. your face and it flows to your naughty parts. And you know what? I'm here for it. (laughs) Yeah. And then we had the, uh, what I like to call the dad bod movement, where guys didn't have to be rock chiseled abs anymore. Of course, you know, <sighs> only like 2% of all men were uh, rock chiseled abs. The rest of us were always dad bod, but somebody went, you know what? No, dad bod hot. Oh, and I want to thank that I person. love, I love a dad bod. I would take a dad bod. I like, I like, I do. I love a dad bod. Now I am like all inclusive, all body types. Like I do like, you know, I don't have a you know specific type. Um, but yeah, I like, I don't need you to be chiseled and ripped in it. Like, I mean, okay. Yeah. You're attractive, but give me a dad bod. Give me somebody who knows how to grill a steak and then cuddle with me later after he beats my ass. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. And like I said, dad bod has become a porn category. Really? Which, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Is this something? I did not know that. Oh, yeah. Go look it up. Go look up dad bod. I did. I totally looked up dad bod porn. Uh, A lot of it's gay. But, you know, I mean, you know I was pretty okay with it, being the yeah, pan-ass I, that I Yeah, you know what? I'm here for it. I'm here for that. Yeah. You know what? I could, I, I could, I, you know, I, I'm okay. I'm here for it. I'm here for that. Yeah. Um, and I do like, uh, like, you know, I, I enjoy watching uh, porn because it seems more real. Like, when you have a uh, larger woman and all that, a lot of them are, God, give a woman a little thickness and they, they'll run with that confidence. And you are 100% right. Like, the women who carry this and they carry their weight well like that, they mm-hmm. protrude confidence. And it is amazing. And I am I'm in awe of it because, like I said, I think most of the skinny people I know have zero confidence about themselves. Because my body dysmorphia, actively trying to keep the weight off and all that. And like I said, most of the larger women I know are they're not unhealthy. They're they take care of themselves. They exercise. They're just thicker in all the best ways, or you know, not even you know what in all the ways they are. What about you, Shep? Hmm, it's hard to say because personally, have not you know been into this particular kind of fetish or lower but you know what I, I do agree that I have so many you know, BBW men women in my life and stuff that they're just amazing people I I wish I had some of their their con- levels of confidence their personalities and um, just so much jealousy there and I, I love them all to death some of them are just no, the yeah. best of people. I cherish them. 
And so, yeah, anybody that uh, ever even tries to remotely kind of shame uh, larger people and stuff like that, I, I just have no time for them. None at all. I agree. I agree 100%. Actually, fun story. Some of the best sex I've ever had in my life were uh, a larger woman. And, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah. Just fantastic. <laughs> I mean, it was just epically awesome. They, they, you know, they know what they're doing and they do it. And they're, you know, a lot of fun. I, I will say that's my some of my positive memories. I've had sex with everybody type. Mm-hmm. And the thicker ones are my favorite. Support for Dinks with Kinks is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate in men's hygiene bundle. Join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with an exclusive offer just for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code DWK20 at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's like... 12 million balls. So let me get personal with you guys. I'm going to be honest. I have used some pretty sketchy means to get rid of the hair down there. I have done everything from wax, those rusted scissors that you always find in your bathroom. I don't I don't even know how they get there. And that cream that burns the hair off and turns you into just a giant chemical burn for like a week. Then I found Manscaped. Their performance package 4.0 has arrived and oh man, is it a game changer. Inside the package, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold all those goodies. And they all fit perfectly in there. Oh my God. First off, that lawnmower 4.0, that trimmer is of the future. (laughs) It's probably one of the best ball trimmers I've ever used down there. And I have used every manner of hair trimmer down there including the one i use on my face which is kind of gross when you think about it their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology the lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 4000 led spotlight for when you need a precise save and trust me fellas you don't think you need a flashlight till you get down there and you're like oh it's lit up i'm loving this Because this trimmer is waterproof, you can say goodbye to the mess of the bathroom floor. Just pop that sucker in the shower and just bzz, 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 bzz. You thought that was good? But I want to take your grooming game even further to the next level. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker Nose and Hair Trimmer. The Weed Whacker is a waterproof, provides their proprietary skin-safe technology, which helps reduce nicks, snags, and tugs of those delicate nose hairs. And trust me, getting to my age, you get some nose hairs in there, and you try to hide them in your beard, you can't. You can't do it. There's no mustache concealment. You just got to get in there and take care of them. You just stick that sucker in and go to town. Their crop preserver, ball deodorant, and crop reviver ball tender will change the way you approach your hygiene routine. Trust me when I say this, fellas. Your balls will thank you. I used that stuff, and oh my god, did it smell amazing. And it actually really helped with, like, day-to-day chafing. I didn't realize chafing was a thing. Like, I was one of those people who was like, uh oh, I'm never chafing, until I tried this stuff. And I was like, okay, apparently I have just been uncomfortable for 40 years. Cool. Glad to know. Manscaped is not only going to give you all of that, but they're going to throw two free gifts in their Performance Package 4.0. 
the Manscaped Boxers, and the Shed Travel Bag. Bring your comfort and boxers to another level. Those boxers are incredibly comfortable. They snug everything. And it makes it actually look pretty good. So, you know, you want to wear them around, just look yourself in the mirror and be like, oh yeah. Anyway, it's time to take care of yourself. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code DWK20. I'm telling you guys, get 20% off and free shipping with the code DWK20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com. DWK20. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tool for the right tool at manscaped.com. Now, back to our show. You know, some and some of the most amazing things that I've seen, it's like, you, you would never think um, this be a fact, just, just uh, as a thing, but I've seen some of the some larger people be more flexible, limber, and acrobatic than I could ever dream. I'm like, how? Teach me. I, 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 I don't get it, but damn. Well, that goes on the assumption that, like, and a lot of people do this. You see someone who's larger, and you don't go, you go, oh, I bet you they can't do shit. You never give them the chance. You always make that assumption, because we've all known someone mm-hmm. who carries their weight poorly and they're in poor health i mean it is a stereotype and you know it's a stereotype that we're all aware of because there are people out there who do that and but that's not their fault i mean i don't i don't discredit them by any stretch of the means everyone should be entitled to live how they want to be and be happy but that's why we don't give them the benefit of the doubt to be able to do these things when in reality yeah you're right uh some of the most limber wild stuff I've ever done has been with thicker people. Mm-hmm. I think it's the 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 misnomer that that if you have any type of fat on your body, any type, and that could be for several different reasons, not necessarily that you eat poorly or that you're unhealthy because some of the most athletic people I've known have been bigger people. And it's mm-hmm. just that there's muscle underneath and it could be medical conditions, it could be just genetics. Um, and that's just sort of how, the, but I have the most athletic, the most limber, I have not necessarily been the thinnest where they've had like, you know, 5% body fat, like that's not it, but I have, and the way that they carry themselves and the way that they can move their body, which is, which is awesome. Like they, they, I don't, there's something about like incredible. a BBW yeah. or a a dad bod that is the way they move their bodies and that the Kate like even during sex or during any type of activity it's just it is graceful like if you really stop and look at sort of how some of these like these people move it is very graceful and how that they can they just own their body and they own like that whole tone of it it's it's hot it is just mm-hmm. you watch them in their just how they carry themselves like they don't they they like their shoulders are back and their heads are held high and that is just amazing and it's hot i mean mean, right i i you know being bi like i see both i find both men and women like i like it's it's hot (laughs) i agree um the one thing i do want to talk about is we're going to talk about the darker side of this kink and I don't mean that, like, there are people out there who are negative about it, but, like, there's some unhealthy uh, 
versions of this kink and I will say on Dinks with Kinks, you know, we never encourage anyone to do anything that is unhealthy for them or someone else. But I do want to talk about them. They are out there. They are established. And I think and people... We definitely yeah. want to give the precautionary tales, as always. Oh, absolutely. Uh, something popular that has been brought to us about being on a wheel is the feeder kink, which ties in heavily with BBW, uh, where the larger the better. Mm-hmm. They want a partner uh, very similar to my 600-pound life. Um, and I'm talking like 300, 400-plus size. And they enjoy feeding and nurturing and having their partner grow fat. Now, I don't believe this actually, this kink actually, because there is a lot of negative connotation. It's very unhealthy. But I don't believe this kink comes from a negative mind space. I think it comes from a very positive nurturing one it's uh it's very reminiscent of like my italian grandmother here come here you're so thin let me feed you feed you feed you and they would just keep feeding you and feeding you and feeding you because to them that is taking care of that is um almost mm-hmm. like nurturing mm-hmm. in a sense mm-hmm. reminds me of that stereotypical old italian grandma oh eat, uh, eat more. that was my grandma you gotta you gotta eat more you're, you're so thin yeah, yeah my, that's um... literally and I, I have, uh, it's not just like Italian, like my, I'm half, you know, Filipino and my, my, you know, my grandparents immigrated here and it was always eat, eat, you're so skinny, eat. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like I literally have had three plates already. Like I can't mm-hmm. eat anymore. <laughs> and a lot of this kink probably stems from a lot of that. Now, like I said, if you have this kink, please do reach out to us and me because I'm only doing you know, research from what I can find on the internet. I haven't been able to find anyone with this kink. So if you do have this kink, please reach out to us at Dinks with Kinks on any social media platform. I, I would love to discuss more with you. And if we make a big error, I will absolutely retract some statements. That being said, <clears throat> we usually nail it. Everyone who reaches out to us is like, yeah, you nailed it. But there's always that one. Well, we try. I know. It, there's try. always something. <laughs> um, and typically, a lot of these people I mean, who have man, this tries kink. all the time to nail it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> but is but uh, typically people with this kink uh, are typically skinnier themselves and they do they like to nurture and I think it's both the nurturing side watching somebody grow and being contrastly different like so there's there's so many aspects to that particular fetish of someone being much larger than yourself uh, body modification the nurturing, take care of kink. Uh, I don't know. There, there is so much that goes into it, and like I said, it does lead to some health complications. So we do want to ha- make sure everyone here practices it safely. So exercise, eat healthy, stuff like that. But I don't necessarily see a um, emotional negativity to it. Like the physical negativity, of course you know gaining weight and of course emotionally wise no one should want to eat and want to gain that much weight but there is positivity behind it like if that makes sense that's that's kind of like a gray middle ground yeah um i i do like maybe i i i have i've actually seen this happen before um where a partner has had a a size kink of be it you know they they like they like the bigger woman or the bigger man and so that but that 
they only like them because they look like that. And it's just as, and, and, and when that person who is bigger decides, hey, maybe I wanna get healthier, maybe I wanna lose weight, or maybe they have, Something like that. I mean, and Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I, I, had to, I had to pause. My my Alexa was yelling at me. Um, so when they had, they were bigger and they decided they wanted to get healthier and then they started losing the weight or they whatever. And then that partner is no longer attracted to them. That's just as a mentally and emotionally unhealthy as somebody who's just attracted to somebody because they have big boobs or they have a big cock or whatever. It's just as um, mentally and emotionally unhealthy because then all of a sudden it's like, you didn't love me for me. You just loved me because I was bigger. And that's not okay. So that's sort of the one mental and emotional oh, yeah. thing that that I would say could be a very toxic thing. So if they're if they they if they find you attractive, that's great, but make sure that they also find your soul attractive as well. Like you yeah. know, so that it's Absolutely. not just about how you look. Because I'm always saddened whenever I find out that they just they just really loved me and liked me for my big rooster. Yes, oh my your God. giant rooster <laughs> that you keep in the backyard is the reason most people do and like you. Um, <laughs> but uh, you're absolutely right, and but that could be said with any kink. So I do want to you know encourage the fact that obsession, you know, fetish is borderline obsession. That's what it is, and it's easy to cross over that line. Just you know, in any kink, if I am. Let's say I have a penny. I have I have a penny fetish. If I if my partner stops wearing them, I'm like, well, I'm gonna get toxic about this. Health and you know safety always come first. Never uh, and people with this kink keep that in mind that you know your partner is more than just your fetish. That they are a living, breathing partner. And if you have this fetish, that everyone around you does care about you. So yeah, be very careful and don't have toxic tendencies. Yeah, I. As someone with a fetish, I can understand the selfishness behind it, that you're not necessarily purposefully doing stuff, but you don't know how devastating it can be to your partner. So mm -hmm. just be mindful of that and be very aware. Because, like right. I said, Rebecca's right. It gets toxic fast. And this is one of those kinks. You're eventually going to have to set a cap and start rewinding some of that progress for your own sake and for everyone around you's sake just because no one no one wants anyone to leave the earth before it's time but no one should also face criticism for that right and that's where this kink kinks like this are a little different than paraphilias um and in mm -hmm. that these this kink involves another person being attracted to another person. And so like, yes, the other kinks are the paraphilia is like, but that's an object. That's an object of some sort. This is a human being. And that's where you have to make sure that you both are on the same page. And that's where the communication comes in. Absolutely. That, that's really well said, Rebecca. You, It's like you did an entire month long research on this. You've been preparing <laughs> for this episode. And, uh, Try. <laughs> no, hey, listen, listen. I'm just giving you the praise. Take the praise. Oh, back on praise, I King. That. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, and along the line of the safety as well, just remember to take all the precautions because, you know, one of the subsets of this particular fetish is also going to be the, the breath play or the um, smothering as well when you actually have your larger partner 
on top of you, literally almost sitting on your face and such. So you want that to make sure. Yeah, is another fun. Yeah. 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 I, I actually wanted to talk about that as a whole, uh-huh. like what people do. <laughs> So we've covered the safety of it, but like, yeah, a lot of these partners, they enjoy being almost smothered uh, or put on top. And you see, we see it in comedy movies all the time, which I, I always hate when they do this because it is very mm-hmm. anti-body positive. But there are many people out there that that is, in fact, their fetish, their kink of having that woman who, you know, doesn't look like she would be able to be on top of you, be on top of you, be kind of almost encasing you in herself. And yes, I mean, don't get me wrong, I absolutely like her Waffle House hash browns. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I get, and I fully get it. I mean, like just being surrounded by somebody, literally surrounded by somebody, and feeling the weight of them and the warmth. I can understand that fetish completely. Like it, it does make an entirely amount of sense, but there is safety issues. Uh, the human body can always take so much weight. So just practice safety. We're not saying don't do it. We're just saying be smart about it. Use proper precautions, have taps, have safety measures in place so yes. no one gets hurt. If there can be no uh, safe word in this, make sure to have the safety squeezes or the taps for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. And being able to get people off because I know, you know, and usually most of these people are very well prepared. They do their research and Mm -hmm. I'm very proud of them for doing their research. Mm -hmm. And again, safety, safety, safety and respect. Be very respectful of your partner and all that because, Mm -hmm. like I said, a lot of these people, uh, they don't realize that they are the um, idol of attraction. There are many people who have weight problems who are very self-conscious about it. And they don't, they don't realize that this is an actual fetish, an actual kink out there. So like we said last week's episode, someone's existence is not consent. So be exactly. very respectful of how you talk to them about it. You can, you know, like I said, communication, 100% positive. Just, just don't be like, I like them really gross and fat. No, be respectful. I like big, beautiful women. Mm-hmm. How you say things really matter. And I say this anytime oh, I'm absolutely. telling somebody how to talk about kink. Because uh, like I said, I'm really open about my fetishes and I've had partners do it in the past. People are like, well, how did you do it? And I was like, well, I talked to them. I wasn't creepy about it. I wasn't offensive about it. I told them straight up, I have a fetish for blank. And this is something that means to me. Let me explain it to you. Hey, Listen to this podcast. They talk about it on here, and they're really funny people. You'll love it. It's called Dinks with Kinks. Check it out. Tell your friends. <laughs> um, there is like, and, and with uh, along that, like uh, somebody who like there is some type of. I mean, luckily we are moving into a society norm where body positivity is a thing. But for like people of our generation, the the nice elder millennials and um, whatnot, where we have spent a long time and many years being shamed for just even having a little bit of weight, and and so it's it's something that may though they find it hard to accept that. So if you are into this fetish and you find somebody who you find incredibly attractive and that you're wanting to, but it might take them 
a little time to start believing you that you find them attractive and that it just but it's just patience as well like it's it's patience and understanding and just that constant reassurance um i think that that goes a very long way um with especially people who do who aren't necessarily see themselves as um beautiful they just see themselves as big and that's um you might see them differently than they see themselves and it sometimes it'll take a it'll take a little bit but eventually with the right partner they'll get there and and you can be that partner and that positive influence and understanding and building that confidence in them and having fun sex in you know during that whole period so you know <laughs> getting that thick sex mm. all in all yeah this is this is absolutely a fun very body positive kink and i'm i am 100 i've got this kink i am 100 on board with it yeah, i i like my women yeah what about you, Shep? Are you on board? 105%. I'm on top. <laughs> <laughs> we all like big butts, and none of us are denying. Nope. <laughs> but around things in your face, you get... A fail attempt at altering off. the lyrics. You get off. <laughs> when around things in your face, you get off. <laughs> I do, I get off. Um, mm-hmm. But... And I'm glad that we're getting into more body positive culture. Like I'm seeing more models who are thicker. Um, Megan Trainer, I think, started that movement with "She's All About That Base." Uh, so let's give her a round of applause in the in the chat. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, let's talk about let's find out what we're talking about next week. Ooh, you guys ready? Yay. Yeah, oh, I'm, I'm ready for this. I'm pumped. Y'all ready for this? All right, enough. Then we'll get copyrighted. We'll get copyrighted. I'm voiced. Sound triggered. Damn it. Well, you know what? It took us 104 episodes to get here. But we're finally looping back around. We're finally coming back to where it all started. We're really going to be tongue tied next week. Yep. Next week, we are, in fact, covering, recovering, and revisiting our very first episode, Bondage. Possessed. Oh, no. So, yeah, I think, I think we should go into a little more detail, because we were, we were young kinksters then. We were just so young. I wasn't well, even here. We were here. young kinksters. You weren't even here. We're going to be talking about Bondage and just all mm, the fun you can be having with that. I we're going to go a little Bondage. Oh. <laughs> so next week is definitely going to be a much oh, longer episode. Starting to purr. <laughs> oh, she's getting excited. I uh, am. <laughs> so I do want to warn people, we're, we're going to have to record earlier that week. Next week. Yeah. Because okay. that is definitely going to be a longer episode. And I'm okay it with is. that. I'm pretty yeah. stoked. There is so much to go for. And this is it's our very first so episode. Long. So long. And it's going to be thick. <laughs> With information. That said, I want to thank everybody who has been listening to us, helping us grow as a community. Please, if you're listening to this podcast and you made it this far, tell a friend. Everybody talks about kink. Don't pretend you don't. And if you if you don't, you like comedy, you like education. We're all three. We're kink, we're comedy, and we're educational. Tell your friends, help spread it, and you know, get on those apps that let you rate um, podcasts and give us them five stars. To, to you know, 
help us grow. Help you don't have to spend money. We're so not like you can help spread it. We don't have a Patreon. Absolutely. If you want to help us grow, tell a friend and rate the podcast. It's as easy as that. And that helps us so, so very much. Uh, that being said, I am one of your hosts, John Dondero. And with me, as always, the ever slightly tied up Miss Rebecca. Good evening, everyone. <laughs> I'm tongue tied. And a man who's. <laughs> And a man who's always pulling the strings, Mr. Shep. Till next time. Good night, everybody. <laughs>